everyone so i had the pleasure of having miss marissa mayno on our podcast episode today so here it is okay well honey sometimes the mic needs to be cut okay you go (laughs) (laughs) it'd be like that i actually try not to edit my podcast because i i love it like focus less on making things perfect and like focus more on just putting out what i want yeah powerful i that i just learned a life lesson i really did (laughs) i'm gonna take that i'm serious i love that's powerful because you can get so caught up in the perfection that you never ever do anything and then you're just sad yeah but if you just do it and put it out there and not edit it that's just authentic it's freeing love that it is authentic well, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. Everyone is in for a treat. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. I'm literally so excited. When you asked, I was like, uh, yeah, duh. Done deal. Well, I had like looked at some of my comments on my It was me. App. Yeah, and it was like, Marissa Mena wants to be on your podcast. And I was like, no way. My favorite singer ever wants to be on my podcast. You have literally been there for everything. For for so many years. Of course I want to be on your podcast. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about it. And I was like, I followed Marissa when she had like, a thousand followers no like literally like back in like 2017 or something crazy mm-hmm. like it's been years yeah it's been a long time mm-hmm. well oh sorry I love that for me no you go <laughs> I love that for you um I guess if you want to just like talk a little bit about yourself mm-hmm you know and then like what I do or like uh, what like my childhood story (laughs) anything anything you want to share okay so I grew up in Michigan I um I you know I lived there for a long time my parents got divorced when I was in first grade and I think that's has everything to do with me as a person I was talking to someone literally today and they were telling me they were listening to this NPR podcast that said that artists are um children that feel like they weren't listened to (laughs) so they're all artists are just like trying to talk to their parents and I was like oh fuck sorry (laughs) am I allowed to swear (laughs) oh yeah totally okay um and I was like oh shit so anyways yeah so I'm from Michigan that was a tangent from Michigan, lived there for a long time. I did dance when I was a kid, and then I like threw out my kneecap, so I couldn't do that anymore. And I had too much energy to just do school. I was like one of those kids who was like always in detention because I was like standing up writing and not realizing that I was doing that. <laughs> um, and I was super chatty, obviously. So I got in a lot of trouble. It. Yeah, you know what? It, uh, sometimes a bitch has a lot to say. Like I don't know. <laughs> sometimes a bitch just has a lot to say. So yeah, um, there was that. So then I, I don't know, I just started singing because there was nothing else I could do. Um, there was like two choreographers from the dance school that I was at were like, well, you can sing instead. And so they, they taught me how to sing and I did lessons with them for a while and I just like fell in love with it. And I've been doing it ever since um, and just trying to find any way that I can keep singing. So <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. And you're obviously so good at it, so oh. might as well. Oh my god. Thank you so much, honestly. <laughs> Anything to support. Um, I guess my next question is like, how has mental health impacted mm. you? Oh fuck. Um Yeah, like just I guess if you wanna talk about like how it impacts you, like on a day to day basis or like even in a bigger picture, and then like mm-hmm how you deal with it okay I feel like this is actually something I'm learning actively like I my therapist and I talk about this a lot because I need to figure out I am also um for the people listening to this I don't know if it's going to be cut out before 
Lisa was saying that she's trying to focus less on things being perfect and just put stuff out, which I really relate to because I need things to be perfect and I'm trying to not do that. And so for me, I get really down when I don't have the perfect state of mental health, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then it just like perpetuates this snowball and I go farther into the spiral because I'm like, oh, I'm sad. Well, now I'm sad about being sad. And now I'm sad about being sad about being sad, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so we talk about that a lot because she always tells me like, there is no perfect state of mental health. Like there really is no destination. It's just all about the journey. And I hate that, but I love that at the same time. So I'm just trying to find peace in that and just ways to self-soothe and just know like, okay, I'm feeling anxious today. This is where we're at today. We're having a bad day. And then, you know, tomorrow or the day after that, like, we're going to have a good day. And I think just really celebrating the good days when they come. I try to really enjoy them because sometimes they're very few and far between. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. shit just hits the fan and you're going to have a lot of bad days or a bad month or bad months in a row. And that just is what it is. Um, yeah. Do you want to? <laughs> jump yeah. In? Yeah, absolutely. I definitely relate to that a lot. Like, when I was first talking to my therapist, she kept asking me like what my goals were for therapy. And I was like, I like, I just want to be happy. Like, I just want to have like every day be a good day. And she was like, that is literally not possible. Like Like, that sucks though. Like the accepting that, like for me was really hard. Yes. Yeah. Cause it's like, well, why? No, literally that's me, Lisa. Cause I'm like, well then what are we doing all this for? Like, (laughs) yeah I I mean I I'm like realizing it and I'm realizing like okay I have to have bad days so that way I can like appreciate the good days but I'm like why though Mm -hmm. I I don't get it I know and we'll never get it and we just have to accept that and that's so silly to me because I'm like well I don't know it just like the train has to stop there and that's and you just have to like get over yourself I guess I have a hard time doing that though bitch I cannot fucking do it I can't I just don't like to yeah I I don't I don't know how either I just have to be like okay you know what I guess it is what it is like I'm just mm-hmm. it's like acceptance mm-hmm. and also it's like a. I like have control issues I figured out you know what I heard I don't know if you'll relate to this my therapist was telling me because I think that you were talking about something on your last podcast like people pleasing has been something you've had to learn to not do right Mm -hmm. yeah I really relate to that because it has like severely fucked up my life the people pleasing thing and um I was talking about this with my therapist like now that I'm trying not to people please actively like I don't know where to put that like energy into because I tried to be perfect so hard for so long for so many people Hmm. Um. So that's been really interesting. Is like, oh, I lost my train of thought. One, the first thing I wanted to say is that people pleasing is a way to control your environment. I don't know if you knew that. Hmm. I did not know that because it's like you. It's like trying to give yourself a sense of control in a chaotic, like place. Hmm. Yeah. Um. So that's something I had to knowing that was really helpful for me that has helped my mental health issues because then I was like okay well I don't feel safe in this place and I feel the need to people please because I don't feel safe so just removing myself from situations that do not serve me has been really good for my mental health um it creates more space for me (laughs) and it's okay to take a space I've learned that um and two just finding um better ways to channel that energy like I think channeling it into art is really helpful into friends and people that like there for you and understand you when it's you know if they don't return it because you're like I just gave you all this stuff and now you don't even understand me and you're not even doing this in return like that hurts you know Mm -hmm. yeah there's that Mm -hmm. I I actually haven't like put this on social media because like I I don't know how but Recently, I have been, like, working with my therapist and psychiatrist and all that and trying to figure out, like, what my diagnosis is. And when I I first went into this therapist, I was like, you know what? I actually don't want to know what my diagnosis is because... That was me, bitch. That was me. I relate to this. 
Yeah, I was like, I don't want to, I don't, like, need a list of things that's wrong with me. But now (laughs) that I've been working through it, I'm like, no, but, like, having those words to, like, describe what you're going through actually helps. No, it does. Um, It helps with my self-hatred is what I will say. Yeah. I don't know if if you relate to that. I don't want to make you lose your your train of thought, but keep going. Yeah, but, like, I realize like oh maybe that's just me trying to control the situation by like Mm -hmm. not figuring out what's wrong with me yep um and so we started kind of going through some different diagnoses whatever and then we started discussing BPD or borderline personality disorder yes and as soon as I my sister (laughs) BPD is like my sister mental illness (laughs) (laughs) but as soon as I read it I was like this is me like oh, yeah is... baby you just feel things so much mm-hmm. yeah yeah but you now feel more seen and understood exactly and now that yeah. I like have the language to like describe what I'm actually going through like it's yeah. helped so much that's amazing I'm so happy to hear that I just got diagnosed with bipolar so I love that <laughs> it, it's rough out here <laughs> It really is. Well, for me, like specifically to help because I would, I felt so sick for so long and I was diagnosed with ADHD, mm-hmm. um, which I don't, they're now thinking that I don't have, or I do have, and I just won't be able to take Adderall because um, stimulants like that can push people with bipolar into manic episodes, which is what mm-hmm. was happening. Um, and I felt so sick so 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 mentally ill for so long and I would tell people that and they would just be like no everything's fine I'd be like no you literally have no I don't something's not right mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah um, yeah so for me that was great to be well, diagnosed it's hard with diagnosing because for me I was like well I don't want to hear this list of things that's wrong with me because then I'm just going to like let that be like my story that but then was I- mm-hmm. Yeah, then I realized, like, actually, I don't have to. And, like, actually finding a diagnosis that actually fits me that I know, like, is me, I'm actually able to understand, like, I'm actually not alone. Like, none of these thoughts are just mine. Like, it's just, that's just how my brain is wired. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, well, and I was talking about this with my therapist, and she was like, because when I was first diagnosed, I was really haunted by my diagnosis, mm-hmm. because my parents are both bipolar, and my sister is bipolar, um, and everyone in my family is bipolar, and I thought that I was going to skip it, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I thought that I wasn't going to get it, and when it happened, like, a lot of things that I've done in my life has made sense now that I know that. And I felt a bit haunted by the fact where if I would have just been diagnosed earlier, or if I, if, you know, if I had known, then things, certain things would be different. Um, But like, that's a part of your story. I really do think that my mental illness is like a part of my story and a part of what makes me me. And it Mm -hmm. doesn't have to define me, but it is a part of me. And, you know, it makes you a little spicier than other people. (laughs) Yeah. I know. I can't even imagine, like, not being mentally ill, honestly. I'm like, how? (laughs) I literally need you to put that on a t-shirt so that I can buy it. I can't even imagine not being mentally ill. I'm I'm dead. Yeah, because, like, my boyfriend, I love him (laughs) very much. But, like, I – one of the things I started doing is, like, I have these – intrusive thoughts like every single second of the day and so I started just like saying them out loud and every time he'd be like bitch what and then I realized like oh wait like you you don't feel this way no I know and that's really hard I will say like I don't know if you felt this but I I did that with my last my ex-boyfriend and I would tell him things I so understand you babe because like you get these crazy thoughts like because of your mental illness and shit like that um and he would be like I just don't feel that like I literally don't understand and I'm like how how Mm -hmm. how don't you how and then I'm like oh okay wait so that's part of my bipolar (laughs) 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 yeah but I so understand the intrusive thoughts it's like my brain goes like a million miles a minute and it's like so much shit yeah it's over fucking whelming 
yeah, I I just like say everything out loud to him now because it that's it, empowering. Honestly, yeah, it's so empowering because it like normalizes my mental illness. I'm like, yes, okay, I'm not crazy, and also no, you're like, not. You're not crazy. You are definitely not crazy, right? And anyone who makes you feel that way, you have to cut them out. Bye bye. Yep, they have to go. And then um. There was something that you just said, and I it's so funny because I actually screenshotted this quote this morning, and it says, just because things could have been different doesn't mean they would have been better. Oh, <gasps> and that. I love that. Wow. It makes, like, I'm always constantly like, well, maybe if this would have happened. And then I saw that, and I was like, no, because it, it doesn't feel the same way. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah, I just, I had to read that because. I literally am obsessed with that quote. Like, I'm just sitting here thinking, like, about all the things that I thought I would, like, wish I would change. I feel like that just healed me. (laughs) 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 I'm, like, in deep, pensive thought right now. I'm like, holy fuck, that's so right in this situation, in this situation, in this situation. (gasps) Jayavage, okay. Yeah, because I feel like that's part of anxiety is you're like constantly thinking of like every little scenario that could have changed. And it's like, no, but we don't actually know that it would have done anything differently or it could have been worse. I'm sure you get anxiety like around your your mental illness as well. Like, is there anxiety like related to BPD and stuff like that? Yeah. Depression. I mean, tell me a little bit about it. I'm curious if you're comfortable, if you're not, that's okay. Yeah, no, I'm actually glad because like I, I've been like going back and forth because I'm like, I don't want to just post on my story like, hey, guys, I have BPD because I literally did that. I was like, so because some people saw me like have like little like spurts of like people were Mm -hmm. like, I thought things were talking to me. So I was like, anyway, so I'm manic. (laughs) But I love it. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I yeah I think it's just helpful but I don't know like I have this like pull from doing that because a lot of times in my life people have been like oh my gosh she's like doing that for attention and it's like okay well those people literally are sad sorry people and like they don't matter like well it's like okay and like so what also like they're like you you're not you're looking for community fuck off right (laughs) but in my um, opinion yes let me hear it. Yeah. Let me hear your opinions. All oh, no. Them. My opinion is that, like, because I think that I was talking about this with my therapist. A lot of people with, like, mental illnesses such as ours, like, feel isolated and lonely. And I was actually talking about this with another artist who's bipolar. Um, and she was saying that's actually, like, a lot of mental illnesses are, like, they can grow when you feel isolated and lonely. Mm-hmm. So I think it's so important to talk about your things. Like it's important that we do stuff like this because I think it's healing. It in definitely a way, is. You know, just so you know that you're not alone. Because even when I've been like saying stuff out loud and I see like the amount of people that follow me that like struggle with the same shit, and I'm just like, let's fucking go. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I'm just like we're all out here doing it. We're vibing. We're not alone. Okay. And I feel like it definitely like leaves the door open for other people to like feel more comfortable doing that and it destigmatizes it I think Mm -hmm. I hope so at least if someone doesn't have that view I'm like you're uneducated and I don't want to talk to you (laughs) right like all right yeah go over there I'm gonna stay over here right um yeah but so the thing about BPD is a lot of times it's actually misdiagnosed for bipolar disorder that's what I've been told yeah I well my I I had the most horrible psychiatrist and this lady was sitting there like she'd give me like a list of like 20 different medications and be like yeah so just like choose one off the list and Mm. I was like um I I don't think like that's the best they put you on like a heavy mood stabilizer yes Oh, fuck, bitch. I'm so sorry. I've heard that that can go really poorly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she basically like I told her, you know, I don't want you to diagnose me, whatever. And she was fine with that. But Mm -hmm. I don't even want to get into all the reasons why she was horrible because. Yeah, we hate her. It's a long story. We literally hate her. No, but I thought you to say. But um, (laughs) she basically told me like, 
Oh, I've been like wondering if you're bipolar. So I've been like purposely putting on medications to like make bipolar disorder like have a bad reaction. <gasps> and I was like, girl, I don't think that's what you should be doing. Like, oh no. I was yeah. like, yeah. So if you're bipolar, like this would send you into like a super manic episode. And yeah. And I was like, um, I, yeah, I don't think that's how that works. Like, wouldn't you want me to not go into a manic episode? That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> My therapist that's was so terrible when I told her this. Yeah. And so basically, she kind of told me, like, oh, yeah, like you're bipolar, blah, blah, blah. And so I started like reading about it. And like some of this stuff fit because bipolar and BPD are similar. like very similar. Yeah. Um, and then I was talking to my therapist and my therapist was like, honestly, like I would lean more towards BPD. And I was like, I I really don't know a ton about that. So I I literally Googled it and every piece of information I was reading about it, it it was literally me on Google. And I was like oh, and so we started like working more on the diagnoses and whatever and like finding that out made everything make so much sense yeah like every little thing made so much sense and like I've heard that BPD can be like a byproduct of hold your thought I don't know if this is true or not but that BPD can be a byproduct of having a narcissistic parent growing up yes absolutely is that true okay yep love that <laughs> <laughs> so sorry well Ugh. I mean it, it is what it is um totally and it makes you special though it really does yeah but like the crazy thing about BPD is like I literally like have no idea oh wait you're cutting out okay I'm you just t- said you have are you there yeah can you hear me better now yes someone said you have no idea who you am or who you are (laughs) yes sorry someone decided to call me um rude um they know that we're in the middle of something it was literally very cvs pharmacy telling me to pick up my medicine (laughs) (laughs) i love it they they said come get your meds girl um he said hold on I hold on I'm talking about my (laughs) mental illness so can you just hold on a minute my mental illness is actually calling right now yeah (laughs) it's ironic that you say that Marissa (laughs) because no but Uh, I a lot of people feel this way you know it's a part of being young but like I literally every single person I'm with like I am a different person like I literally mold myself into whoever you want me to be yeah any any little like comments you make like I turn myself into that person and so I'm literally just whoever I am in the moment is just based on my situation right now and who I've been hanging out with like that is what you know like that is my personality right now yeah yeah and when I realized that wasn't normal I was like oh interesting like Mm I I wake up every day and I'm like okay like what character am I gonna be today you know and I like make up these little stories and that is like how I base my day and like that is not like that is literally my mental illness that is not like something everyone experiences wait that's so interesting so like Oh, that's so fascinating. I relate to that in ways. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, so you, you feel like you're playing a character, yeah? Yeah. And I, obviously everyone feels that way in, like, small doses, but, like, that's every second of my day. Oh, my gosh. So you feel like life is just, like, a play you got cast into, but you don't know what role you're supposed to play, so you're just trying to figure it out? Yes, exactly. Like, every so day... Like, my outfit, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going to be, like, the sexy secretary girl. Like, you know. I feel that. I, yeah. And it's kind of fun, honestly. Like, if I'm being honest, I wouldn't really change that because it kind of makes life a little more interesting. But yeah, it's just, like, so interesting that that is, like, not the norm. Yeah. I can't believe people don't feel that. I do understand what you're saying. Like, I so relate to that. 
Yeah, and, like, that, the other thing about BPD is, like, I cannot feel things, like, moderately. I feel everything in extreme. I either, like, Bitch, me too. love everything or I hate everything. Like, <laughs> I do not have a middle ground. Like, I've never had that. I've never been able to have, like, a normal feeling about someone. I either fully love them or I fully hate them. Like, there's no in-between. Wow, that's fascinating. So no one is just, like, fine? Nope. Wow, bitch. That's passion to an extreme. I kind of fuck with that. Yeah, I mean, I think... I'm not gonna lie, I fuck with that. I mean, like I said, it makes things more interesting, but it's also, like, really confusing. Sure, it's really confusing. Yeah, because... It would be really confusing to figure out who to be friends with and, and, like, who to love, no? Or, yeah... Yeah, it definitely is. And it's weird because my boyfriend now, like, I, that's the only, like, normal-ish relationship I've had where, well, it's really hard because, like, I'll get annoyed with him over, like, something stupid. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, we have to break up. I'm going to have to, like, run away to Mexico. Like, I start, (laughs) I plans like I, I'm like all right like you left your socks on the floor I where but but like he's very good at being like okay you know what that's not a reason like you need to relax amazing. that's amazing that's yeah but it's amazing that it's he's like so that. hard with friendships because like babe I can only yeah. imagine oh my god keep going though it's like yeah because why like sometimes I mean, it'll be, like, the smallest little thing, and I'm, like, oh, my God, they are horrible, they hate me, I hate them, like, it, every tiny little relationship, problem, hiccup, whatever, like, it just sends me in this huge spiral. Wow. And, yeah, it's, like, so weird, because before I got my diagnosis, I, every single day, I'd, like, spiral, and you know, that was not normal. And then I got my diagnosis and I was like, wait, I don't, (laughs) I actually don't have to like, let these tiny things affect me. Yeah. And now, but now it's like, it almost makes it harder because now I know what's happening and like, I have to be responsible for changing it. Right. I feel that. I so feel that. That's sort of a burden. And and I don't know if you feel this, but I feel resentment towards other people sometimes. And I have to stop myself for feeling resentment towards other people that do not like have to go through like such a hurdle in order to just like exist Mm -hmm. like with other people, you know, or just like in the world in general. I'm like, you don't have to step over the hurdle that is this massive mental health block and then or like this big mental illness that's in the middle of this fucking road that we're both walking down like you can just walk down this shit and I have to literally jump over this thing and just watch you look back at me and be like why is it taking you so long and I'm Mm -hmm. like bitch (laughs) because give me a minute like (laughs) yeah like it's not as easy for some people yeah I'm sorry um but I so relate do you know who Amelia Moore is yes okay do you like her I feel like she's an artist you would fuck with because she has that song I feel everything and I feel like you would love that yes I feel like I may have heard that song like on TikTok or something yeah I feel like anyway but that's literally so wildly fascinating I I relate to a lot of like I can totally empathize with you Mm -hmm. um I have middle grounds. I just have high highs and low lows in this bitch. <laughs> that make no sense. They just, <laughs> they have nothing to do with the world around me. I just have high highs and low lows. No, okay. I totally get it. And it's like oh so God. easy to be like swept up into it. It is. It really is because like that, it just is. And that's what I've known for so long. And I've like lived with that without knowing what was happening, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so now that I know, I'm like, okay, Marissa, we can't like get, if we give into this part of ourselves, like we're just gonna make it worse, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, there's what you feel and then like what you consciously think and you have to like, you know, 
kind of like pull your emotions like with you <laughs> like drag them along I know like I yeah I've been working so much on like trying to take the emotion out of things because I mm-hmm. take everything personally I so relate to that and so relate to that but it's like oh so like this this isn't about me like yeah. <laughs> what do you mean this isn't about me I so relate to that yeah well you know it's like you're having a bad day and like you go into starbucks and like they get your order wrong and it's like of course this would happen to me you know but then it's like no like it was actually just an accident like yeah it's not personal i know but it always feels everything feels so personal Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think one of the big, like, the main difference between BPD and bipolar is, like, typically in bipolar, you will, like, feel an emotion for a lot longer. Yeah, like, I have. Mm-hmm. But for BPD, like, I'm feeling 80 billion emotions all at once. And, like, my um, changes in emotion happen in, like, seconds and minutes. Wow. Whereas, you know typically in bipolar disorder you know it's like days or weeks which is a long time yep yeah which is crazy because I know now I think it's daunting because I can track my cycles Mm -hmm. like I know like usually my really happy happy is like last for about you know seven to ten days and then I have like double that in sadness Mm -hmm. and then it goes back to happy and so I'm just like yeah Yeah, it's just so interesting how, like, all of our brains work so differently, yet, like, there are a lot of people that have have it the same way. Yeah, because I was, like, they just switched my, like, the thing to, like, stop my depressive episodes, because I was in my therapy, or my psychiatrist, like, a few weeks ago, and he was, like, why are you, I was just crying for no fucking reason, and he was, Mm -hmm. like, why are you crying, and I was, like, I literally don't know, I don't know and it's not like like when I cry I can figure out when I cry but like sometimes I just like I would I was crying for like long periods of time for like no fucking reason I'm like Mm -hmm. this isn't even about this like I don't know why I'm crying he was like because you're bipolar (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like no give me a different reason yeah I know but I don't know if you feel this I don't know what the fuck I'm saying right now I'm just saying but um (laughs) I feel like a lot of anxiety around my disorder like trying to control it even though I know that I can't like meds help for sure but like it's still there you know yeah it's still there it's just learning how to manage it and I feel like a lot of anxiety around that because I'm like oh this is an inconvenience for everyone and then I'm like chill bitch (laughs) I don't know if you feel that yeah have you actually taken like the gene site test no, it's that. Oh my gosh. So when I first started seeing my therapist, I, so I've been on my little healing journey for like four years now. Okay, love and- it, bitch. I'm new here. Like I literally just got here like a year and a half ago. I don't know what the fuck is going on. And period. <laughs> yeah. But um, <laughs> no, I started seeing my therapist and we we were seeing each other for like six months and I have been like putting everything into healing. I'm like, I am determined to feel better. But then one day I was like, wait, like I've been doing this for how many years? And like, it's not helping. Like maybe medication, like, you know, like I need something. And so my therapist had told me about this gene site test. And basically it's like a little DNA swab. And what it does is they like go and test it with different medications. So it tells you actually what medications your body has bad reactions to. And what medications your body will have a good reaction to. No way. Yeah. And obviously, like, it it doesn't tell you, like, you should take this. But it does help you figure out which ones to kind of avoid. And I, I asked my horrible psychiatrist to try it. And she was like, oh, no, it's stupid, blah, blah, blah. And so i went and tried like a billion medications with the psychiatrist and nothing was helping like if anything it was making it a million times worse and so now i got a new psychiatrist and i just took the test and of course every single medication that i should not be taking was the medications that i was taking no fucking way yes like 
every single one that it has, makes like, me so mad like it makes me so mad for you right and it's like I literally oh. asked her multiple times to take this like we would have figured this out way earlier I know and you think that and you uh, the thing that doesn't understand is like I know that it's a job for them, but I'm like, you're literally putting someone through unnecessary suffering because you're what lazy. Literally. Yeah. Well, and I mean, even if it didn't tell us anything, like at least we tried. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How do you figure that out? Do you feel better? Yeah. I mean, I definitely feel better better but at this point it's like I already knew that those medications were not working for me that was me on Adderall I'd been telling my therapist and my psychiatrist I was like something is wrong you guys like something's wrong I'm telling you something is wrong so Mm -hmm. I stopped taking it and then I was all of a sudden in a full-blown manic episode like walking around for hours during the day like you know fucking I couldn't stop laughing it was insane Mm -hmm. insanity yeah, well, the worst part is, like, I, she put me on this mood stabilizer, and I, like, literally the day I took it, I felt crazy. Like, I, I did not feel right, and I told, really? like, I emailed her, and I was like, girl, like, I am not having a good reaction to this, yeah. and she was like, there's no way, like, you don't have reactions that fast, blah, 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 like, it's <gasps> probably just in your head. No, she did not gaslight you like that, <laughs> yes. bitch. Oh this my girl, God. she was gaslighting me about everything, and then oh, I, bitch. are you serious? She's literally having you take chemicals that seriously yeah. alter the brain. Pa- the patterns of your brain waves like the fuck like no listen to you oh my literally. god and At then the least. she literally made me take more of it she was like <gasps> maybe maybe Who you just need lady? like a higher dose and I was like girl this Mm-mm. is not right so of course I took the higher dose and I felt even worse and so I had to like book an emergency session with her basically the medication gave me like medically induced ADHD where I literally was bouncing off the walls I couldn't sleep I could not hold still like I was constantly like moving running around like I was not okay and I got to the point where like it started messing with my vision where like my eyes were fine but I couldn't focus on anything like I could not read I couldn't look at my phone like my eyes were just like moving all over the place oh my god and I so I booked the emergency session and I was like girl this I like I don't know what's going on but like I I can't keep taking this like it's not it's not right and she was like oh it's not that like you must have something else wrong and I was like can I just like get off of it and we can see and she was like I guess like I don't really want to take you off this medication but like I guess and I, at that point, are you I was serious like, yeah I was like you know what I'm gonna have to find a new psychiatrist but she was gaslighting me and she was like oh um are you like not trusting like my medical skills this is not common and I was like what like, what, is, what does this have to do with, like, a medication not reacting well for me? Like, it's not about you. I actually um, cannot believe that they did that yeah. to you. But um, um, I went off of it, and I decided to, like, Google, like, the stuff that I was feeling. Because I was like, there's... And she really made me believe, like, no one's ever reacted poorly to this medication, oh, blah, blah, blah. Wow, she's a terrible person, and I hope... <laughs> Yeah. Something bad happens to her. I hope her dog disappears seriously <laughs> or something. But I I Googled it and like all of my symptoms were like on Google. Oh, babe. And I was like, if Google is telling me that people re- experience this, then like you terrible know. that she wasn't listening to you. Why was she doing that to you? That's so terrible. Yeah, it was horrible. And then I I started looking for a new th- a new psychiatrist, and of course, I told my therapist the whole time, blah blah blah. And my therapist and her like connected at one point because that was one of the issues I was also having. She was like ghosting my therapist, <gasps> and so my therapist oh, finally my got a hold of her. It makes me mad. It's like for what? 
just respond to that email girl i know (laughs) is it that hard no it's not no but i my therapist actually told her that i was finding a new psychiatrist and i hadn't told her yet and so we have an appointment and I get on there and she she's like, before we go any further, I have to ask you something. And like, you have to be honest. And I was like, okay, like, what's up? And she was like, I heard you were finding a new psychiatrist and I don't understand why. Hmm. And I was like, uh, is she serious? You're like, I literally have been talking to you this entire time about how I'm having these very adverse reactions and you gaslit me. You didn't listen to me. And I Googled them and they're very clearly common bad, like reactions you're not supposed to have. Like, what do you mean? Yes. And then all of those reasons. Sorry. No, literally. I was like, and because you're mean <laughs> and not good at your job. Yeah. But th- then she basically was like, well, I'm not going to help you anymore since you're not going to be seeing me anymore. Like, I'm not making any changes to your medications, blah, blah, blah. What and- is she, your mom? Like, ew, okay, fine. Yeah. And so anyways, I was like, I'm okay. leaving you, honey. Like, she, you know what she needs? She needs therapy because she's trying to gain control in a situation where she does not need control. <laughs> she's trying to like, it's like when like you break up with someone and they're like, yeah, no, actually I break up with you first. And you're like, no, 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 I just broke up with you. Like, that's literally what she's doing. I know it was horrible. And then I, we basically like ended the session and she like scheduled another one. Cause she like convinced me I needed it. And I like, couldn't say no because she was not taking no for an answer. And then all of a sudden I started getting like these random bills from her that I'd never gotten before. And yeah, it was a whole thing, but I was like, girl, I hate that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. I literally, I don't like her. So I'm glad she's gone. She's a negative energy in your life. I know. But I mean, it was hard, but I found a new one. And that's definitely a lot of struggles that I hear about people who are like looking into like bettering their mental health is like, well, what if I get a bad therapist? And it's like, you might, but like you, if you really want to work on yourself, you got to just, you have to just keep doing it. Yep. No, you do. You do. And also, like, like, be okay with the time that it takes to grow. Because, like, growth does not happen overnight. I'm someone where Mm -hmm. I want growth to happen overnight, like, so fucking fast. And it just doesn't. Yeah, it definitely is, like, disappointing. But (laughs) you got to. Disappointing. You got to just keep pushing that again. You can say that again. You do. (laughs) But I'm glad that you have a new therapist now and that things are feeling better and stuff. You know, I'm sure it's it's never going to be like, you know, we don't have the perfect state of mental health. But I'm so glad that you're not with that lady anymore because that's so terrible. I can't believe that someone did that to you. It's awful. I know. Like, it's actually malpractice. It's like. No, I literally, I was thinking that, like, literally, I I literally was thinking that inside my head. I was like, this lady needs to be, like, fucking reported to the FBI, bitch, to the Pentagon. They need to lock her up. Lock her up. Send her away. I I gave my therapist the information, and my therapist was reporting her. I don't, I don't really know what happened. I didn't want to know what happened. I hope she got her fucking practice taken away, that bitch. Heard fucking just frying your brain and being like, whoopsie, mm-hmm. I don't understand. Right? No, but the the good thing about the gene site test, which, I mean, it kind of sucks for me, but, like, the medication that I had those horrible reactions to, like, the gene site test came back and was literally like, do not take this medication. Wow. Like, do not take it. Like, absolutely wow. not. Wow. Maybe so. do that. Yeah, I mean, it definitely helps just to like you know see your results or whatever and it also like it kind of validates you because if you haven't really like reacted well to certain medications it's like okay there's going to be some that you probably shouldn't take but then there are some that you should take and there's like so many different kinds that you can take so there's always options I need to do that just to prove to myself that Adderall was not good for me I mean I already know that it wasn't but like I swear 
it was like all of a sudden when I was taking it, it felt like I was like scraping my teeth against like concrete. It was so bad. Yes. And it's it was crazy. So bad. Oh, so bad. Yeah. I'm sorry you had to experience that. And no, like, it's okay. It just... I think I was just misdiagnosed. I think I've been yeah. bipolar and I was just misdiagnosed because mania like can look a lot like ADHD because mm-hmm. you have so many thoughts like you need to move around a lot like whatever um so yeah but looking back it was definitely that and I know that it freaked out my parents because they wouldn't understand why I would get so sad and then I would be so happy and stuff mm-hmm. you know I was just misdiagnosed that happened to Kurt Cobain too fun fact <laughs> <laughs> he was misdiagnosed he had was diagnosed with ADHD when he was a kid and then when he was 24 he was diagnosed with bipolar and I'm like okay me too <laughs> well it's just Literally like too so and that happens and especially yeah. like I don't know if you've like read about it but like especially like women they get misdiagnosed so much more really it will yes it like, thank god to my therapist like it's good that I've been seeing my therapist for so long because she's been able to figure out my cycles mm-hmm. and I told her that I was going off the Adderall and I told her when I was going off it and I told you know I was telling her all these things that I'm doing I'm like yeah I'm just so happy I'm just walking around I said whatever the fuck and she's like you're manic we need to call your psychiatrist <laughs> like yesterday so mm-hmm. uh and it's urgent and I was like oh, okay well there you go but yeah I was just told that I had ADHD like as a kid like and I took my Adderall because that was something that I thought that I had to do. Like mm-hmm. my, you know, that like made my mom happy and it made it easier for me to like participate in school or like look like things were normal from the outside. Mm-hmm. But all it really was doing was hiding my bipolar symptoms. Like it was like internally it felt fucking crazy, but like I was just so sedated from the outside that like you couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. And that's why it's so like scary to be be diagnosed so young because it literally becomes your narrative like yeah well and like also like Adderall is like a methamphetamine like that shit's like serious as fuck yeah definitely fried and they just be giving it out to kids like yeah like candy here you go sweaty like I'm like you mean people and that's the thing like what you said like they that people get misdiagnosed I'm like wouldn't you think to look at the other things then that look like this like okay if you think I have ADHD shouldn't you maybe double triple check that it's not something else you don't fuck me up but but they don't people don't care I know and that's the worst part I know and that fucks me up but we're caring people. I could never actually not care. And I don't, will never lose that part of myself. I love that part of myself. I, it's just like figuring out who to give that to, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, exactly. Like I, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't change it. Like I'm, I'm grateful that I have, you know, I have the capacity to care so deeply, but it, yes. yeah, it's definitely scary to like give so much to the wrong person mm-hmm. oh my gosh it's so scary I so relate to that I saw I'm much more selective these days bitch let me tell you right now with who I invest my energy in like around me and I yeah. feel better I don't know if no I definitely get that I just a couple of weeks ago I realized like okay I literally don't have the energy to like pretend to like people at this point in my life I was like, who does that? Like, why would you do that? Literally saying, I used to do that all the time, though. All the fucking time I used to do that. Why did we do that? I don't understand. Me, I, it, it actually sucks my soul. And then I have no personality or like nothing to give to anyone because I'm like, so, so busy trying to people please. It's insane. Yeah, I mean, I just look back at high school and I'm like, why was I pretending to like these annoying bitches who were mean to me? Like, (laughs) for why? (laughs) I so relate to that. I have no idea. Once you stop doing that, though, and then you actually become friends with people who just like really fuck with you. You're just like, oh, yeah, this is the shit. Like, this is the stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, No, I don't know why I was doing that either. 
I mean, I, it's definitely a part of growing up, but, like, it definitely once, you, is. once you realize, like, oh, wait, I don't have to, like, pretend I like this person. I like, just cared so much. Yeah, you keep going. But you know what I mean? It's, like, wait, yeah. I don't have to, like, put any energy into this, which means I have more energy to, like, give to myself and to yes. people who are actually nice to me. Yes. Yes, snaps. And that is the key, I think, to mental health. <laughs> I yeah. think that is the key that which unlocks, you know, the good days. I really mm-hmm. do. I do think it is. I think there's so much power in that. Um, and I think it's so freeing because you just, it's like really accepting, like, people are going to have narratives of you that are not true to you. And that's fucking okay. That's okay. Because I cared for so long, I feel like I would be nice to people that I didn't want to be nice to because I didn't want them to think something poorly about me. Mm -hmm. And I talk about that a lot about my therapist. And she's like, Marissa, do you think that you're, are, do you want to be nice or do you want to be kind? And I was like, oh, fuck. Because we talk about the difference between niceness and kindness. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, my ass wants to be kind. I want to be kind. I am a kind person. Nice yeah. to shallow as fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. I was being shallow bitch. Me a personality. <laughs> me personally as a person. <laughs> That's my favorite <laughs> saying is of late. For me personally, um, as a person, I I no longer want to do that. I, I love it though. Yeah. Yeah, it's really funny to me because I will like have these huge realizations where like, it's just like everything falls into place where I like realize things like this like I don't have to pretend to like people or whatever and I always like tell Jeffrey my boyfriend I'm like oh my gosh guess what I just figured out and he's like oh like you you didn't know that yeah (laughs) and I'm like I hate when people do that I'm like okay bitch I'm a little behind like fine I'm like okay let me let me just allow this to be changing me no but I mean it it is it's like a lot of the times it's literally common sense and it just like takes me longer to realize that and that's mental health it's like I'm learning things that I should have learned as like a three-year-old yeah well especially when you grow up in a chaotic environment like with with you know with parents such as I'm sure that our story or I'm sure that you know I, I grew up with narcissistic parents as well, parents who were also mentally ill. Mm-hmm. And when you grow up in an environment like that, like, you don't have time. You don't get to figure that shit out. Mm-mm. Because all of a sudden, it becomes your job to fix everything and to yeah. make everybody happy. Um, and so you never got to, like, focus on yourself or be a person or, like, you know, do any of those things that, like, a lot of people got to do. Mm-hmm. And so you're just doing them now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 Like literally yeah. when I I was basically like the caretaker of my family. I was like the mom to my younger siblings. Yeah. I too. literally raised my siblings starting at the age of two. Like mm-hmm. I was their mom. Mm-hmm. Me too. So that means that I didn't have time to learn what different emotions are because I was feeding and changing diapers. Like babe I so I so relate and understand that and it's like it's so shitty that someone that someone did that to you and made put you Mm -hmm. in that position as a fucking child because Mm -hmm. that was not your job um and you did not choose that and you didn't have a choice in the matter but like now you have choices and I think that's really beautiful that you're choosing yourself I really do yes and I'm so proud of you too like literally working on mental health is really hard but like we're doing it yeah exactly and you said doing I like that you didn't even say trying you said doing because we are yes you're right ah the power that's how I I can tell you've had a lot of therapy because you said doing bitch I'm like I literally love to hear that that's music to my ears Yeah, I mean, I started to kind of get into, like, the spiritual side of, like, healing. And I feel like that has helped so much. Yeah? Yeah, because it's, like, 
I mean, once you learn about manifesting and all of that, which is like manifesting is so important. The way that you speak to yourself and speak into your environment, it means everything. Yeah, and that's how like every little word you're saying. So by me saying like I'm doing this, like I am. We are. Period. Period. Okay. I think I need to ask you a couple questions from okay. the fans because okay. if, if we don't do that, I think they might be a little bit sad. Okay. <laughs> Go. We've been talking for literally like 55 minutes and like five. I know. I was like, wait. They're going to okay. be like, wait, where, where are my questions being yeah. asked? Okay. One thing that I thought was really cool was this question which is how do you establish boundaries as a public figure I have no fucking idea I'll be honest I think that I think um I don't I honestly don't know like and it's hard because some days like especially with my mental illness, like I have really bad days and like, I feel like a fake or a fraud going like online and talking to people and pretending to be happy when I'm just fucking not, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I also feel like I want to talk to everyone all the time. You know what I mean? Cause I'm just yeah. like, you guys literally are like the reason that like I can pay my fucking rent and that's mm-hmm. like, means everything to me like I could literally like I'm literally hearing I'm thinking about it so dramatic um so that's hard I don't know I really don't know I think it's just I'm trying to be more honest with myself like um you know Marissa if you can't literally respond to this message right now if this is going to send you somewhere really nasty for the next couple of hours then like don't do it because that's the last thing that you guys probably actually want you know Mm -hmm. so I think it's just checking in with myself I don't know yeah yeah and I know you you took like a sorry for interrupting you go you go but you took like a long break from social media like how was that for you and like how did it help well the thing that I figured out is that the like the internet can is really bad for my bipolar mm-hmm. which is hard because it is like everything with my job and it's how I connect with like everything and I love the internet so um taking a break from it was really good but it was also really sad because I mean like y'all like make me really happy mm-hmm. um and like I do this so that I can meet people like you and um so it was like really good and bad it was good to realize that like I have a life outside of outside of the person that I am on the internet which is me (laughs) because Mm -hmm. I literally just am myself but it's just like that I as a person can exist outside of this little like corner of the internet that I have created if that makes sense yeah absolutely yeah that I'm like a real person um but then it's also sad because I'm like, well, I miss everybody. So, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't, I wish I had like a better answer to that, but it was really good. It was good. And I'm like excited to get back out there and do stuff because I'm making a project now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to like, you know, get back on there and stuff. I'm trying Absolutely. to get back, get back into the swing of things. Yeah, and how did you, like, before, or I guess even after, like, you came back to the internet, like, how did you deal with some of those, like, mean comments or, you know, just, like, people being cruel on the internet? Um, so much fucking therapy. I think that the reason that it affected me so deeply actually had a lot to do with my childhood trauma. So every time somebody Mm -hmm. would say something to me, like, I would hear my mom. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. And it was, like, really triggering and shit. And... So it was good because it helped me deal with my fucking childhood trauma. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think it was just that. It was really going to therapy and being like, okay, these people don't know who the fuck I am. Like, I know who the fuck I am. And I know that I am a good, kind person and I try my best and that's it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think it was just like once I worked past like the need for like my mother's validation, um, it was better Mm -hmm. you know if that makes sense 
absolutely yeah, yeah. like it was it's really hard for me sometimes when like people will literally say the same things that like some of my abusers said to me because it's yep. like yep yep how did like how did they know that like why yep. would they choose to say that but then yep in a way it's helpful because it kind of like forces you to deal with that childhood yes I think the universe shows you things when you're ready I really do think that it does and you might not like it but you know um I do believe in like divine timing and all those things um so I think I completely agree with everything you just said (laughs) I so feel that yeah yeah because it's like okay if I wasn't ready like I wouldn't have remembered all of this stuff but at the same time exactly Okay, exactly. now I now I can move past it. Yep, yep. It's just learning to, you know, let go. And also, I think it's good. Some of those things were good because I'm just like, oh, like, really fucked up shit has happened to me. And, like, I have made it mm-hmm. this far. And I did that all on my fucking own without parents that, you know, really treated me the way that they should have, as did you, from what I'm hearing. Yes. So that's dope. Because we had, we were not dealt cards that everyone else was dealt. And look at us right here, right now, talking to each other. Like, I know. we're still here. I'm so <laughs> proud of us. Me too, Ola. Yeah, it, it was really funny, too. Because, like, when pe- people, I was really sitting there arguing with people on the internet, like, under your videos. I was like, um. No, I know. You- and that was the other thing. Like, I hated that is so sweet and I will literally like I feel like I owe you my life for that shit but like I also hated that people were like talking shit to you guys like that fucking tore me apart on the inside I was just like fuck these people are out here defending me and they're getting shit on like by other people because there were like other fans I don't know if you had to or I know that Mel had to like go on private and shit and like they were getting called out you know I had a fan who was autistic and people were like calling her fucking terrible things and I'm just like oh my fuck yeah people were I want to protect you guys like the fuck (laughs) right and yeah people were like trying to like dig up dirt about me like terrible I was like I you're not gonna find anything first of all and second of all like this is funny like you really don't have anything better to do no people are so bored and that's the dirty that was also like I had to like grapple with like the way that I I saw a really ugly part of humanity and I that took a lot of getting over Mm -hmm. because I need to fix where I was taught that I'm my job is to fix and I'm like there is this fat massive black hole in fucking society and it uh, is on the internet and I've seen it and I can't fix it you know Mm-hmm. what I can do is fix myself <laughs> yeah that I have so that's what I can do and hope that that inspires other people to do so but fuck dudes I, that shit I literally couldn't stand it I would go on the internet and I would just see you guys just and I was just like fuck like leave them alone yeah I but it sounds to me and I could totally be wrong but it sounds like it almost like forced you to also like face your people pleasing part when you couldn't fix every little comment like it did it did it mm -hmm. absolutely did I had to learn to let go (laughs) and that was hard still is hard Mm -hmm. um but there's a lot of power in that because now when someone says something I'm like you cannot attack the way that I feel about my character. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yep. know that's your narrative and your life and you can go take that and do whatever you want with it. But that has nothing to do with me and I don't care, you know? Unless yeah. it's like something that I've done and I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay, sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But there's a line. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I... I love you so much, and I'm so, so thankful that you wanted to be on this podcast. Of course. I I think I need to wrap it up just because I don't want it to be too long where people, (laughs) like, can't get through the whole thing. But um, is there anything else, like, you want to say? Do you have any hints as to anything coming out soon? I mean, like, I'm really excited about the next Friday. It's very different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not different, but it is, like, the soundscape is is very different. And I feel, I'm just really excited for everyone to hear it. 
and yeah I don't know that's all I can say yeah too much no we're excited get dope so I'm excited to put out something that feels like me all on my own Mm -hmm. and like I don't know the production is very weird and cool and stuff and it's also like very empowering Mm -hmm. um because I think I've been self-deprecating for a really long time and so you know I'm in my empowerment phase so as you should period I'm excited yes well thank you for having me absolutely I always like to end my podcast with a little like tip to my followers to like make sure they're having a good day so my little message to you all is that I love you and if you haven't done something that made you happy today go do it even if it's like eating a cupcake or reading a poem do it go do it that was so cute what the heck well if you want to tell them to do anything you go right ahead I just listened to Lisa, honestly. Like, <laughs> I don't even have anything half as good as that to say. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start stealing that probably. As you should. No. Yeah. <laughs> anything oh. is for you. You get copy. You get you get writing credits. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thank you again so much. I love you, and everyone loves you, and you don't have to be perfect. Uh, you don't either, babe. Thank you. Yeah. All right, well, I guess I'll hop off this thing, then. I don't know how to do it. (laughs) I think I'm just going to end it. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye, Lisa. Bye.